Geelong next Friday night in a preliminary final. So much coming your way in the next hour and 45 minutes before this one gets underway. Nate's got a top five. Chiefs quiz. Cam Bruce, Brisbane Lions senior assistant, will join us. The cult hero, Jamie Charman, just used to fire up at this time of the year and win premierships and all sorts going on with the TV rights and people thinking about losing and changing current employers and swapping to others. Maybe a couple in this box are having second thoughts about where they're going. So that's all going to be discussed. Wow. And I look across at the captain who's gone the short sock ankle approach tonight. Uh, Luke Darcy, good evening to you. Uh, good to be here. How is always on a big final at the MCG. And form line would tell you, given what Melbourne did to Brisbane a couple of weeks back in the final round and belted them off uh, the gabber that Melbourne win tonight. But finals are funny things, Howie, and strange things can happen. So uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. We'll delve into it later on. I'll introduce the other gentleman shortly. But obviously the TV rights, a uh, couple in the box were very confident, very confident that nine were going to get the football, which would have been fantastic for the industry. Now, one of these men in particular, you've seen him jump ship before. <laughs> From a football club, he's got a history. Are you concerned that the uh, the little man to my <laughs> oh, left might be thinking about leaving the nine network and going elsewhere? All I will say is now that he has got on his side, uh, Howie, that uh, is where he gets his decision making from. Right. But he's gettable for cash anytime, right. anywhere. <laughs> Just the highest bidder gets our man, Nate. We'll talk about that. The Chief's happy because his network signed up a, a another seven-year contract. Nice to see you, Chief. And this is why we come to some of the dodgy games in Round 13 and Round 14 to get to a game like this tonight. 100%. That's why the players are playing the game, and that's why we're watching the game and calling the game because the finals are where reputations are made and reputations are destroyed, Howie. And we've got the reputation of a team tonight mm. that could be destroyed if they don't butter up tonight. If they, uh, if they don't produce something Brisbane, I'll tell you right I thought now, you are talking about us. They won't recover. <laughs> right. No, our reputation's ratchet. So it, really, it really doesn't matter. Right. You know, we haven't got one. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Damien Barrett is here, fresh off the news about Joe Danaher. Nice to see you. I know we'll talk about it, but but what's the latest, Damo? Yeah, it's, just, it's unfortunate from a spectacle point of view, isn't it, that he's yep. not out there. It is because his partner is expecting a, a child and he flew into Melbourne yesterday with the team, flew back this morning. To, to Brisbane, so uh, or certainly out of Melbourne, and that's uh, pretty much all the club is prepared to even say and not even give that much. So it's a private issue. It's a decision that uh, they've obviously accepted. Um, that from a personnel point of view, they would rather him out there, but they're fully blessing him in terms of the decision he's made. We'll talk about that shortly, and here he is, the man of the Nine Network, Triple M, and the multimedia megastar that is Nathan Brown. Good evening to you, Nathan. 
Good evening, Howard. And, and you're right, Duke. The uh, the Lord will, uh, will, will will tell me what to do. I mean, I've got a supernatural <laughs> highway direct and uh, really? direct link. <laughs> which right. happens. But we don't talk a lot really? of football in the first hour and a half. So I will say this. The three things the Lions must do. They need to change. They've been belted the last two times they've played them. So if they do the same thing, they're going to get beaten again. So they have to change. Big night for Dan McStay. He's going to ruck. And he's going to ruck against Max Gorn. He needs to push forward hard and ask the questions of Max Gorn. And they need to tag Clayton Oliver. So there's the three things that the Lions must do tonight. Doesn't normally talk football. And I then think he's putting it. together a show reel on air. <laughs> that, that, as yeah. we that felt like an on-air audition. That <laughs> I night. think it did. It's Very true. happy with the Nine Network, Howard. Me and Damo, we're in the number one rating show on a Sunday morning. It has been for a long, long time. And but What are you uh, up against? Uh, we are up against. Uh, <laughs> no, he's on our network, I think. No, uh, well, Humphrey, uh, so we roll him out after uh, un- us. Unlike the host broadcaster, how we actually do do three well, we, football shows we during the week. Move I mean, we him off the air. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, Run, good. Front bars, not a footy show. Oh, to the point where someone in this box texted me to find out when our grand final show was on, so they didn't have to go up against us. That was me. That was me. <laughs> and I'm happy with the decision that we're not going up against the powerhouse that is you. I think you got your grand final show on a Thursday night, haven't you? A Thursday night. Yes. Best uh, on ground. Seven o'clock Friday. Night. That was to not go up against the Rugby League with Melbourne Storm. We aren't going that well I think we're all avoiding the front bar, let's be completely honest. No, not really. Um, We're all involved in shows, are we not? We are. Right. And we're all involved in footy shows. Except for Duke. He tells us how to get well some other no, time during the week. I'm not sure when, but he does. He does talking footy. No, 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 no. hasn't been on for a while. Oh, is that no, right anymore? It's, no, it's in production hiatus. No, he's on, uh, he's on, no, he's on game day. Is we're talking about. Visit he's on that game down at Television I, Cemetery. And I am on special projects at the moment. No, he's interviewing the weapon, Howie. He's live and kicking. What is it? Are you still telling people how to be well? Absolutely. Tune into the House of Wellness every Sunday. So the rest of us are involved in footy shows. And as you said, your uh, best on ground grand final shows on the Friday night. Yep. Bounces on the Thursday night. Yep. As is the Sunday footy, footy show. show. Correct? Yep. Led now, by Chompers. There's a little whisper coming out of that. And I know that you're up for anything, Nate. That's a fair comment, isn't it? You, for the betterment of the show. So I'm led to believe that in the planning for your grand final show on the Thursday night, there is a little bit of, shall we say... Cabaret-style entertainment, as oh. in a little bit of... It's called a parody. S- yes, but a bit of singing. There is a bit of singing, and uh, um, it's singing in a little bit karaoke way. Right. So there, there is some singing to be done on this show. Live or on tape? No, this will be live, right. Howie. But this the is, best part, Howie... Entertainment. Howie. Oh, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Yes, Howie, the please. best part yes. of it all yes. is that one member of the team yep. has point-blank refused to be involved in this parody. Of the Channel 9 footy show? Yes. He sits in this box. Well, it's not Nate because he thinks he's a born entertainer. Correct. <laughs> and the only other one could be... Damo, would Who, I be correct I, in saying I that you actually, have... I actually don't even know what's on the show, Chief. Damo, mm. you've just signed a new multi-million dollar deal at AFL.com, Correct. <laughs> You've just butted up again. That's recent. You've, yes. got, you've gone to the world, filled your pockets. That, you've gone that, to Gil. And now that you have such a, before he's left. Now that you have such this, this incredibly high um, moral quality 
yeah. reputation to maintain. Yeah. You think singing in a parody is beneath you and you have told the producers won't I, be happening. I have not been made aware of what the requirements on the show are. You know exactly. No, I, there I will be don't. some singing. I actually don't. You were broached with singing and what was your response? It's not a strong suit of mine, singing, Chief. Tell, so, tell you, us you, what you, you actually told on... them. You don't lie well, Damo. <laughs> You might be onto something, Chief, but I actually don't know Look what it is. at the body language yeah. of Damo at the moment. <laughs> Cross down. He's starting to sweat big time because we know if you pay him some gaming money, yes. he's up for anything. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah, any right. sort of parody no. yeah. for cash. But so, I so believe no. there's some more drama, Howie, oh, yes. in the uh, in the TV landscape as oh. well because um, I am in production hiatus. I've got a clear... Uh, <laughs> Special project. I've got a clear week. But I am told that, uh, that Howie's show entering the Fox market has bumped Chief to a Thursday Ooh. night. Ooh. And my information direct out of Fox, and I did get a call this week, Ooh. is that Ooh. the Chief, who's pretty unflappable these days, the Chief, has thrown the toys out of the Not car in a big Not way and said, I don't get bumped for anyone. No. <laughs> are you happy with the Thursday night? That's slot, what Chief? I heard yes, too, I, Chief. Very happy, and I'll I tell want, you why. And I'll tell you why. Why are you happy, Chief? Because I'm told you were a very unhappy Chief. No, no, no. I, I asked the question as to why we weren't doing our normal <laughs> Friday night. I'm close, right? aren't I? I'm close. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm and close. I was informed that the big boss who has heavily invested Howie. in Howie's show oh. said he'd like it on a Friday night. Oh. <laughs> and when the big boss speaks... We you all go to Thursday. Yes, Chief. correct. So, so the tantrum started, then no it worked, tantrum, out, it no worked tantrum. out that it was. But there is, it's fair to say there's a new golden boy at Fox. And in fact, golden's, gold's not right. Platinum's not right. He's a diamond boy. His, his star just continues Rui to Rui shoot Rui. across the I'm talking about Mark Howard, Howard of course. He's gone past with Rui. Oh, he's gone. Mate, he's looking at Rui in the rear view mirror. In fact, he's out of, he's out of shot now. Can't even focus on him. <laughs> he's that far in front. He's got his head that far. Up the big boss's blurter. <laughs> Seriously, he's feeling the pressure on his navel. Well, and Chief, that is actually close to home because... I don't know whether to laugh at that or not. <laughs> this cat came back to me. I was, I was don't in... Don't sneak or whatever you do. Chief, I was in at uh, headquarters at uh, Triple M this week and recording... Uh, the Empowering Leaders podcast, as I do. Guest coming up. Um, is this your second podcast? Uh, Jay Bhattacharya, who you'll enjoy. <laughs> Third and, podcast. And then, Third, there, there was a flurry of activity. It was like eight people ran around and just, you're trying to talk to someone in an interview. You need to vacate the studio. You need to get out because how he needs an hour before oh. he records oh. to just clear the decks and get him out. Mate, I've never been ushered out of a space quicker. So no, it rings true. He's officially um, adopted prima donna status, hasn't he? That's not true. That's he not he true. has a rider on his contract. That's not that true. He needs space. He needs time. He needs catering done in his private areas. It's it's frightening. Well, he looks like Alan, and he's taken on it. <laughs> 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 uh, Do you land another gig this week too, Howard? Uh, no, Ma- is is Are we able to talk about this? Or the not? cricket? Uh, yes. The, the world feed? So I've heard you're getting paid in US dollars now. Mm. On top of the 6x6, six six, on top the of the other 5x5. Into the offshore account. Straight <laughs> into the Cayman Islands account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been told you've landed a very big gig uh, I've to, been... to receive US dollars. Oh, I don't know about I, I haven't... Uh, 
got myself involved in the minutiae of the contract. Is that they're lying? <laughs> you know when someone can't look in your eye, you know straight away that they're. Uh... Does Aaron know? Uh, does Erica know about all the bank accounts you have? Just Aaron, the offshore Aaron, one. Aaron, Aaron doesn't. Eric does. Just the offshore it's, it's one. An opportunity. That's the second phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Port Melbourne apartment that he visits. Is it? It's all starting to come together. Second family. Yeah. Oh, it's come a, on it's now. a midlife yeah. crisis. Is what's happening, Chief. <laughs> it is unfolding before our eyes. It's an opportunity to call the the World Cup demo, which I haven't had the. The T20 World Cup. For the T20 World Cup. And who are you calling it for? For the ICC, for the host broadcast. The World Food. It goes around the world, which is... And they pay in US dollars? They pay in US dollars. I believe they pay in US dollars, yes. Right. Who's calling it with you now? Congratulations. That's a great honour. So, so Nate's our man. What would that sort of deal be worth, Nate? For the World Cup. The World Cup goes for five weeks. I would have thought... an international... US dollars, too. So you've got to add 48% on top of that. Session is part of it, I've been told. I'm thinking 230 Thirty-five thousand US dollars for the five weeks, and then that gets you up to about the four fifteen mark. Right, right. So the top five that I did at the start of the year, yeah, I think Howard's starting to move up. I mean, he was the number one spot. I think on the Forbes media list. I think it's time we went to a break. And uh, I think he is absolutely. He's gone. He's gone past Gary Lyon. He did tell us of the piles of cash last. What I do need from you as friends is a way to negotiate the fact we we actually got an email two weeks ago and it had everybody's name who's involved in the world feed, and I did a couple of quick calculations and I'm the only person in commentary not to have played fifty plus test matches for their country. And so there's a lot of these people I've never met before, and you don't do a whole game. You, you might jump in for four overs with Nasser Hussain and uh, Ian Bishop or Sachin Tendulkar and Raul Dravid. And I'm confident in my ability to do my job, but I must admit, Dame, I saw some of the names and I shat myself as to how I'm going to go. <laughs> so the very first time you called with Ricky Ponting, yep. did he know who you were? Ricky did, but the first game I did in the Caribbean Premier League with their former captain, Darren Ganga, for the first four overs, I hadn't met him. I'd gone Melbourne, Sydney, New York, Panama, Guyana. Fear offshore accounts. Walked yeah. in, checked <laughs> offshore accounts, walked down, sat next to Darren Ganga, called the first four overs, the whole first four overs. He called me Howard. <laughs> cool, and we call you Howard as well. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Take a break here. Just before we go to the go break, go do we need to address Nathan's um, lack of ability in the mathematical sort of... 48% of 235. Yeah, it came up to 400 and something. I think it's about 350 just to yeah, tick under. I think you're right. Talking about Nath, I wandered into a <laughs> studio. Oh, calculation. <laughs> Chief, I wandered into a studio this week and there was our man doing oh, his first ever cricket call. I got oh. sent some video. Well, we'll talk about that yes. as the show comes up. Now you can stream every AFL match live with Triple M Footy. Beautiful finish. Just download the listener app and select Triple M. For Kogan Mobile, this is the Triple M Friday Huddle. Switch to Kogan Mobile for 2 bucks 90 for 30 days with a big 20 gig of data. Nath's top five, not too far away. Alan Richardson from the Demons, Cam Bruce from the Brisbane Football Club and the cult hero Jamie Charman. Really looking forward to hearing from him. Chiefs quiz is here as well. But Damo, the big news in this part of the world being a football semi-final revolves around Joe Danaher. It does, and he is missing tonight's game, uh, Howie, uh, on the back of flying back to Brisbane for personal reasons, and those personal reasons are relating to the impending birth um, of of, uh, of a baby uh, with his partner. So that was the reason he left. He, he came into Melbourne yesterday with the team, flew back today, and the, the club was pretty quick to, to release information the moment he was on the plane that uh, he would be out of the game. Yes. Which 
you now want to discuss as a group. Oh, I do. The, <laughs> yes, you do. You flagged this. That's a pretty quick handball. <laughs> also, you're the reason. I, I had another idea. In this, there's some courage in this box. So, <laughs> so Dame, I think the question, uh, if I'm able to take oh, up your, uh, your well lead done, on Damo. that one. <laughs> I went for a walk in the park today, as I do with uh, my beautiful wife, Beck and Dennis the staffy, and I said, Joe Danner is out today. And she said, why? And I said, um, I believe he's attending the birth of... Uh, congratulations to the beautiful Adele, who Absolutely. worked with the Channel 7, Joe's beautiful partner. And I think, by the way, that is fantastic. I love it. She looked at me, Howie, and she said, you don't even have to say anything. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, you don't have to say anything. You would have been at the MCG quicker. And I, so I didn't even get to weigh into that debate. Right. She was adamant that you would have played for sure. And how did she feel about that? Well, I didn't ask the follow-up question how, <laughs> around how she would feel about <laughs> what that. What about Dennis? Because I didn't have so to. Was, because was she I was, right? Well, I think she's right. Yeah, I think she would be right. Because so, uh, I, I was at all four. But what a brilliant um, thing, just take thing yourself, to do. But take I yourself back to Sam. And, and Sam was your first, yes? Sam was our first. Sam was your first. So you're, 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 you're asking we're, the question now. We're there, playing right? a, a, a final. A final. Final. And Sam and Beck are impending, and you are saying to us and the, and the audience that you <laughs> would have been playing football. It's your good name. <laughs> oh, thanks, that. thanks for summing that up. I, I, it's, it's the ultimate question, isn't it? Are you going to be at the birth? And I, I suspect, and I, suspect like an I would have been at the MCG. It would you have been at the MCG if you knew 20 years later that Sam was going to be your meal ticket? <laughs> <laughs> well, and Howie, before we go good. any further in this conversation, and this, this is the sort of conversation I would expect other people to have, um, let's remove Joe Dapper yes. from it. And let's remove, and again, we, we don't know the story. We don't know the, the background to the birth. We don't Absolutely. know the lead up to it. So Correct. let's just talk about this in generic terms yep. in, in each of individuals' lives. And again, I didn't play the game of footy, so my, my opinions on this are, are largely irrelevant, Brownie, but you did, and so too did you, uh, Chief. And, and, and again, Daniel Bradshaw, for the same team as Brisbane Lions, uh, missed the final in 2000. Jake Carlisle did as recently as 2020. So it's happened before. Just a quick follow-up to you, Duke. So you're saying you suspect you would be at the MCG? I suspect I would have been. If you would have been. If I had been. Having then gone to the berth and knowing how special that was, if you had of played, would you then, knowing what it was like, have regretted that decision to play? Well, Chief, or, if, or let if, me if, make it easier on you. If you had have gone to the berth instead, would you have said, I'm so glad I came here and didn't play? So if if Beck was here, she would say, I was that hopeless in that scenario <laughs> and progressively got worse, Chief. By the time that little Maxie was born on the way there, this is 100% true. I said, I've got to pull the car over. I think I'm unwell. I've had something bad. <laughs> she, she was like, it is not about you now. 100% it's not about you. And I, that's how that's how unnerved I was by the whole experience. So I think I would have been much better placed uh, at the MCG. Well, and I think I would have had her blessing, by the way. I think Becky Yeah, and that, that's that's a conversation for couples, isn't it? I mean, that, that you would have that conversation. And I would imagine there'd be a percentage, what that percentage would be, would be the, the, the partner saying, no, go and do your stuff in the professional sense. There'd be others who say, no chance. And that's all well and good. And that's all private and personal. What would you do? 
I'm married to a very, very strong woman, Damien, who is on the board of one of the biggest churches in Australia. So while I would have wanted to have played football, the decision I would have made... So you would have wanted been, to, yeah. Okay. I would have wanted to play yeah. football, but the decision I would have made would have been to be at the birth with Christina because that would have been what was expected and I would have been happy to do that. And the other part but of you the conversation too... the playing of football, yes. yes. You can talk about this conversation in the context of a first child, a second child, a That's third, a and in your case, point. a fourth child. So maybe by the fourth child... Old, it's just not an issue. But for the first one, I think everyone... Or a home and to. away game versus a final, too, is a very different conversation. Or a final tonight compared to a grand final. Another different question. All those. How, how do you reckon Daniel Bradshaw... Well, we feel like that? Duke's missing for a, a scratch match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A training Fox, session. Fox <laughs> how do you think Daniel Bradshaw approached Lee Matthews with the topic? Yeah, look, by all reports, that didn't go down all that well. Um, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Different, different era, different time. And, and a different attitude to a whole lot of things. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just the statement of fact. And Lee, even then, again supposedly may have suggested, not officially and not formally, but let's maybe have a look at the calendar. Let's maybe have a look at how this happens. Right. And, and again, I, th- that's what happens in sporting clubs. It wouldn't, he wouldn't have been the first person head of a sporting organisation mm. to have maybe suggested similar practice. Um, how about you, Howie? You, you call Grand Final Day. It's the biggest event of your life. Uh, you, 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 you put on 25 kilos of muscle <laughs> and you've been recruited, Howie, and... Uh, got some courage, and uh, you, you've got out there. Would you uh, grand final day, Howie, for your beloved Hawks? It's it's a uh, uh, the part of you would feel like I feel like you're shrinking into your well, seat. No, I, I think I thought about it today as I was talking about it with Erica. As you say, part of me would feel like I had let down my teammates, so I'd let down twenty people, but then. I would rather let down the 20 people than let down my wife in that situation. What was Erica's uh, thoughts on it? Can I ask you that? She's like, you're never going to get this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Why why is it letting down 20 people? Well, because in Brisbane's case, you would imagine they are weaker without Joe Danaher. So, you know, if I was of Joe Danaher's statue... But, But you're only letting them down if they all think you should be playing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. My, my only memory of uh, Sky being born was watching Chris Gale on the TV peel off one of the quickest hundreds <laughs> I've ever seen. I don't think I was a great deal of help either. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a professional athlete, so I can, I, I can blatantly say I would be at the birth of my child, but I'm not a professional athlete, so I, I'm not. Yeah. What about situation. the next one that you have? Is there a decision to make? Another child? Yeah. Well, I believe you do. Want another one, don't you? Or we're just bringing us some real personal. <laughs> just working out which family to have it with, Nate. It's, it's not buy-in all around at the moment, so things are a bit tough. You've probably got to stop this narrative. Too. <laughs> I think so, Chief. I don't think you, you know what I love. You've only got one. For you know what I love just watching all of us squirm in our seats. Well, it's, because, it's, because you don't but, want to say the wrong. It's everyone that has correct, their own decision. And you don't want to upset anyone in that situation. But you know, the era we were born in, hmm. our, our fathers weren't allowed in. It wasn't yeah, a choice. That's right. Like, they were get, and, and get happy far about away from And they their, are very happy about Well, I don't think they knew any different. So right. it has the needles gone so far the other way where the expectation is to be there. But, but from what we've heard here, Nath is being summoned by the Lord. He's attending. I'm at the birth. A, and you're playing a Foster's Cup game. Only apart. because... <laughs> he's training. <laughs> he's training Only in the pre-season. <laughs> having been there four times and been of no assistance at all to, to Beck, maybe that's clouded my perspective. Chief, let's throw up a hypothetical because you threw one up to Duke. We, yeah. we need to know where you stand on the issue. It's, it's a moot point because if you haven't had kids, you, there's no possible way you but, can but even... he just threw the fact can, that I was playing in Hawthorne Premiership. I think we're dealing with a hypothetical, 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 hypothet
most of your life, have you not? Well, yeah. And you've commentated on the big stage and you've seen at the two those sorts yeah. of things. We're asking you, Chief. I, I, I honestly couldn't possibly hazard a guess. Well, you're, Chief, Chief, you're pulled out of the, Chief pulled out of the 87 final with a <laughs> <laughs> stomach upset, yeah, I think. You, um, <laughs> broken toenail. <laughs> Cost him a flag. I don't know. Why wouldn't you go to the doctor and say, just induce it? Is that not an option? Well, see, this no, is now, now, now we're no, no, just to cross a no, line chief. right there, chief. I think. This is doing no, your show. Yeah. Is, is that not? Are you not allowed to? Are you, that, are you not allowed? See, I don't know. Are you not allowed to induce them? <laughs> or, 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 or say, hang on to it for another twenty-five. All I can say, chief, is the way your dating's going. You may soon get to find this out at some stage. You could still not be too late for you. Where does that come from, Howie? Well, I just think it's a relevant point. Maybe they're just air bubbles now. The biggest names, the biggest games. Please just call me the Oracle from now on. Triple M rocks footy. Hot water needs replacing. Go for one that's steady, hot and strong. It's Australia's favourite water heater. You know who we're talking about. Built tough Aussie conditions and manufacturing right here in Australia for over 80 years when it comes to water heating. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Time to talk to the GM of AFL footy and performance at the Melbourne Football Club. He's been in the game for a long, long time. His name is Alan Richardson. He joins us prior to Melbourne taking on Brisbane. Richo, Mark Howard here. Good evening to you. Yeah, good to be here, Howie. How many questions have you answered this week about Christian Petrarca's leg, Richo? Yes, yes, way too many. Uh, understandable, but um, uh, the good news is the, the answers have always been positive, that he's, um, that he's trained well and he's ready to go. So a, a lot of the commentary around it was, one, would he be able to play the game where he normally plays it, and B, was there any risk of further damage, which I'm sure your doctors have ticked off on? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We wouldn't even consider planning if there was further risk. So, yeah, no, that was the first thing that we had to tick off and got real clarity on that. Um, and now we expect Track to play as, as uh, he has in recent weeks, and that's a combination of, of mid and forward. He'll do the same. Alan, you've seen some courage over the, the journey of your time in football. You're on the Collingwood list when uh, Darren Mullane famously took a broken thumb through the whole finals series. Uh, is this up there with that? Are we, am I overcooking it potentially to, to put it into that bracket? Um, well, uh, I do know that Pants had a lot of pain and, and needed a lot of assistance. Um, Trax probably hasn't got um, hasn't got the significant pain, although it sounds like a you know a terrible injury. In fact, it's not. It's um, it's one that uh, he certainly won't need surgery on. It'll it'll mend uh, it'll mend as we speak. It's uh, it's mending all the time, um, and he's not in any significant discomfort. He won't have any painkiller at all for this game. Richo, we saw one of the great finals performances last week by Lockie Neal. 39 disposals, he had 15 clearances. You're not a side that normally does tag. Have you discussed that this week? And what is the plan for Lockie Neal, first of all, at the start of the bounce, or does he get out of control? Uh, no, we've normally gone to Lockie uh, Brownie. He's um, uh, the earlier round, I reckon it was at round 15. Harms, um, he did it last time, only a couple of weeks ago. It's a combination of blokes that, um, and, and I'm not sure we'd call it a tag. In fact, I know we don't. Um, it's more the person who, who's on him has got a real understanding of what are his strengths and what we want to take away. And clearly, that's, um, it's the initial contest and then it's the next contest after clearance. So um, yeah, that's, what we're, that's what we're looking to do. Richo, you, you've played a, an incredible role supporting Simon Goodwin and you know what it's like to be in the chair with a lot of experience. He's got great composure. Could he never see him lose his cool at, at the boundary line? I mean, is that something he works on or what, what sort of um, behind the scenes do you see of him because he seems pretty unflappable yeah no no that that certainly is his personality that's um you know that's a, a strong part of his makeup I think it was not that I played with him but admired him as a footballer he's always been a really calm unemotional person and that's transferred to his coaching um, does he work on things yeah he does like all coaches he'd, he'd have some 
significant mentors away from the club to make sure that he stays grounded. I know he's really conscious of um, when the weather suits to get away and have a surf, just to um, you know, just to clear the mind and reset. And um, yeah, you're right, game day. He's always in a really good space. Hey, Richo, you're coming up against a team that you've really sort of. I don't want to say treated with contempt, but you've had their measure big time. And sometimes that's not always easy in preparation. So have you more focused perhaps during the week on the learnings from last week uh, and where you fell short as opposed to worrying that much about Brisbane? Uh, it, was, it depends. Um, I mean, early in the week, it was, um, Josh, it was much more about last week and what, what do we take away? There were some things that we liked out of the game. Clearly the back end of the game we, we didn't like and Sydney were just too good and we just couldn't work through their pressure. Uh, it's something that we're pretty good at, and, and that uh, and that fell away. So there was a, there was focus there. There was some training that, that that we applied to those learnings, and then as the week gets um, you know a little bit closer, it switches towards Brisbane and the acknowledgement of what their best performance looks like. And you know we only had to go back seven days against the Tigers to see what that looks like. They're an incredibly attacking team, and they can score really quickly. So we you know we have to be defensively really strong. Alan, appreciate your time. Best of luck to you and the Demons tonight. Good on you guys. He's a self-proclaimed footy superstar. I reckon I was probably the most influential player in the AFL. He fears nothing and no one. This is all off-air stuff that you're not allowed to talk about on air, <laughs> but I've gone with it anyway. Yeah. And he sees the world a little differently. Just watching uh, a Komodo dragon eat a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nathan Brown's Top 5. So Howard, I and, yes. and other boys in here, I felt that I watched... Gil McLaughlin the other day present the, the new TV rights deal and uh, everybody was there. So Gil had his say, um, Channel 7, Fox, Telstra. I just felt like maybe Gil should have done it. And the only man we saw was Gil, the CEO, and he presented it and that was it. But everybody seemed like they got their go. Now, maybe I'm a little bit flat because Channel 9 didn't get it, but hey, I just felt so like it sounds like it. Four and a half billion dollars, you don't get to sit yeah, there at the table. I and just felt like maybe. there was a lot of people who wanted to have a say. And, and I reckon at that price you probably get a self, seat at the there table. There were some self-inserters. Self-inserters? <laughs> You're not doing so that, are you? I thought... Self-inserters? Oh. Over the last 12 months there's yeah. been a lot of self-inserters in AFL football, and I thought <laughs> that I'd do the top five great self-inserters. And so, this is over the last 12 months. You need to starting. explain what a self-inserter well, is. Well, a self-inserter is somebody that um, wanders around or becomes embroiled into something that's great that they're not really a part of <laughs> and tries to make it about themselves just a Get little bit. Get a bit, bit of the glow themselves. Yeah, a little bit of the glow themselves. Okay. I wouldn't love too hard, Howard. Right. <laughs> okay. So coming in at number five. At Melbourne, unbelievable season last year. So this is within oh. the last 12 months. So oh. in two weeks, I couldn't have done this because it won't be within 12 months. But at if number you're going five, where I think you're going, at you, need number be, five, you need to be careful yeah. here because this comes oh. in and... You work with him a fair bit, but it's Gary Lyon. Oh, oh Gary Lyon shot. Well, he was the ambassador. This will get back to him. And he did a great job. But I had Ash Chua go through some Red Dead Lending stats of how many Melbourne people featured in articles leading up to the grand final last year. And this is almost the top five within the top five. This is Rob, statistical analysis. So Ron Barassi comes in at five. He had eight articles written about Probably him. Probably should stop talking, bro. Simon Goodwin. Had ten articles. Well, he, he was coach the coach. The he wasn't really inserting himself. Fairly. No, these aren't. This is his point. They're just stats. This is his point. These are just the data. These people aren't self-inserters. So I'm saying that Gary was a self-inserter. So you've got a little top five within the top five. Neil Danaher had eleven articles written about him, and rightly so. Absolutely. Max Gorn, the captain, thirteen. 
But Gary Lyon, oh. I thought, am I being harsh on Gaz here? And I went through it, and Ash went through the Triple M Wedgett Lending Stat. He had 18 articles oh, about him, about him. him into the grand final. You're on your own with this. You're on your own with this. But he, I thought and he, he did a great job handing out the cake. He, he wandered around a little bit too oh. much after the game. Dump it, Tunners. <laughs> Dump it. No. And, and, and you know what? He gets vitriolic, Gaz. And he'll, and he'll, he'll be that, taking this and, well, Jim. And, and, and you know what? He'll, he'll think Damo's written that for you. You'll know that. He will know. He will know I have it because how, we how spoke you, about this. You, how did you know that? In Perth, <laughs> we spoke about this in Perth. He will know I did do it. Look at him crossing his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Name no lies. He crosses his arms. <laughs> you on your own with that one. Number four is a Triple M's own, Herald Sun's own, is Jay Z Clark. Oh, oh yeah. It's Scott Pendlebury's three hundred fiftieth game this year, and Jay was all over it. Just inserted himself into it. He wrote two feature articles. He sent out four different tweets during the week about Pendles and my. Mate Pendles, it got to the point where Alex had to say to Scott, "I mean, oh, we, we need to get rid of him out of our lives." And, and so Scott did, and they simply had to let. He hasn't let go of the podcast. So they used to do the podcast, the Jock and the Journo, yes. and it was shut down. Right. So uh, <laughs> by Pendles, uh, right. so he comes in at number four. Every time Ross Lyons' name's mentioned, yep. Jay's right. putting him up for a job. Writes an article yep. about <laughs> it. At number three, and it's tough to go back to Melbourne, but but they're obviously the last grand finalists, and there was a lot of people at Melbourne who, who had their a couple of minutes. And look, at number three comes in Jeff White. Oh, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. White. Yeah, it's oh, it's Whitey. left, it's left had field him on this show. But he's a What's Jeff Whitey White. What? After the grand final, just after they'd won, posted an Instagram reel of himself, he's a former Melbourne legend. Crying after the end of the game, Duke. Now, Jeff, he played 14 years ago, Duke. What's he doing crying after the game on Instagram? Brownie, we had him on about six weeks ago. You didn't raise this with him. Yeah, well, I had this in the pipeline, didn't I? Because he cares, Nate. He cares Imagine how many Melbourne part. supporters would have cried after the no, grand final. Well, no, that, you, that's harsh. Oh, you, he well, shouldn't have. Well, number harsh. three. Jeff White. Yeah, it was weak, Whitey. Yeah. Okay, and coming in at number two, and I'm going to play some audio for you uh, of an incident that happened. Jordan Dawson in his first showdown has the game on his boots to cover himself in glory. It's coming back. <laughs> now, Chief... I could have let it go. I could have let it go within this 12 months, but then it came to light that you'd have done it before. You're a recidivist. So there was no way I could a have been a recidivist. Did he call me a recidivist? He did. He did. There's no way I could have been fair to Jeff and Jay and Gary if I didn't put you in. Or yourself. Thought, I would or have yourself. been playing favourites. I've got no problem. Just remembering. Just you've remembering. Joined, you've joined an illustrious club here, and this is it, just, Chief. Just remembering. What about me? That's the club you've joined. Who sings it, mate? Uh, Shannon Noll. No, who sang the original? Before that. Shannon Noll sang that one. I who don't sang care. the original? I don't care, Chief. <laughs> oh, moving pitches. Moving pitches. Oh, you just told him, did you, Lukey? Good you, you, you've thrown to a bit of Shannon Noll there. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the Shannon Noll club. That doesn't do it. That, that, that's the top anyway. five. We're done. No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're at number one. No, I think we're done. Now, word, now word has it that Mark Howard oh, is okay. like a recluse in Barwon Heads. He talks to no one. He walks around making no eye contact with a single soul down there. So imagine my surprise when our man, Mark Howard, joined in on ground, on the ground in the Barwon Heads Football Club Premiership oh, celebrations no, last no, week. He didn't, he? Having selfies, Instagram, Twitter with his own phone, and then it clicked. Then it clicked for me. I saw our man 
uh, the man of the hour, Tony Armstrong, T-A. whose star is shining brighter than anybody's at the moment. And it clicked. It clicked as he plays for the Barwon Heads. Can anybody suck up celebrity like this man <laughs> and insert himself in anything other than something that's good for him? He didn't he join the Harry, you didn't go on ground. And he says, Tell me you didn't go on ground. He was in the huddle. No. He was in the huddle. Look at his country say, football. You weren't in have the huddle. Have you played this year for them or not? It's country football. Have you played a game for Everybody you runs out on the ground and gets involved. No, mate. It's so, a no. thing. Howard, yes. guess what group you joined? What? What about me? <laughs> You haven't played footy since the two blues days. Uh, you're a, more of the, the social organiser, Howie. Yeah, and yeah, I the, did the, a good job of that on Sunday too. For the, uh, well done to the Bowenhead Seagulls. Triple M rocks footy. It's party time. Tonight, you're an imbecile of a man. Two contestants face off in radio's most hostile quiz. The depths of your stupidity have yet to be discovered. As we look back at the week and tell you, you'd better be on your game. And yes, this is a direct rip-off of Have You Been Paying Attention? Now, here's your host, Jason Dunstall. Quiz time, ready to take on our very own Howie. And we've got Darren from Bendigo. The Dazzler, how are you, mate? Evening, Jane. Thanks, are, you, are you good to go? Are you up with everything that's happened over the last week? Oh, I'm pretty confident. I'm only up against Howie, so I'll be right. True, <laughs> true. We might use Dazzler as your buzzer, mate. Give it a burl. Dazzler. And Howie, mm. uh, in light of your new uh, deal with the ICC, mm. your buzzer will be, I am now officially richer than the Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> I'm going to write that down, Chief. I am now, righto. Richer than the Sultan of Brunei. And you have to use your buzzer properly. You can't just say, I am now. All right, here we go. Ten questions. Best of you ready to go, Dazzler? Absolutely. All right, mate. Question one. Who will sing cult favourite horses? I'm now officially richer than the Sultan. Dazzler got in first. Yeah, sure he did. Dazzler? Robbie Dolan. That is correct. Well done. Wonder, wonder, Robbie. You've got to get that buzzer out quick, Howie. (laughs) It's a long buzzer, Chief. Well, (laughs) which means you've got to own it when you run with it. All right. Nick Kyrgios lost his US Open quarterfinal. Then the Sultan of Brunei. Howie. Uh, Kachanov. Correct. Good get. First name. Good get. No, I'll give him that. No, 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 no. Just, just Can I buzz off? in and What's say his... his first name was Karen? No, we take the surname. Good enough. Yeah, fair yeah. Yeah. Good enough. Question three. <laughs> it's an audio question. Who is this? Hi, everyone. Uh, the news is finally out. I'll be joining the Formula One grid in 2020. I'm now officially That's richer why. than the Sultan of Brunei. Howie. That is Oscar Piastri. Joining the McLaren team, replacing Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. We don't need all you the... Need uh, uh, information we don't need the background, to, uh, mate. Okay. Who's keeping you? score here? Uh, I will from here on in. 2-1. 2-1. Stop looking at your Kimono Dragon, Brownie. You <laughs> pop that away, have you? Come on, Dazzler. No, Lift I'm a bit. Now. All right, question <laughs> four. Mate, name, name the two <laughs> players involved in this week's chicken wing saga. Now officially Richler. Dazzler. What do you got? Paddy Dangerfield, Jack Dinovan. That is yeah. correct. Yeah. Two all. Yes. Two all piece. Yes. Two all, Chief. All right, another audio question. Question five. Which artist is Tony Jones referring to here? Can we get a shot of Caleb again? Is that uh, uh, ASAP Rock behind you there? <laughs> Anyone? Oh. Anyone? Go on, Dazzler. Go on, Dazzler. It's a man that has 15 million Instagram followers. Uh, I saw I'm the now clip. I'm richer than the Sultan of Brunei. Yes. <laughs> the Rock. No. Okay. It's ASAP Rocky. So does he oh. lose one for that show? Uh, should we? No, we, we haven't. Oh, was that on the Sunday footy show? That reference? Oh, I don't think me or Dazzler are obviously watching. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you, you weren't watching Dazzler? 
Good one, Howard. No, I saw the clip and laughed at Chompers afterwards. <laughs> It'll drive by for Nate from Howie. What's this uh, one? Still two apiece. Okay. Uh, question six. The new AFL broadcast rights mega deal is worth Dazla. how much? Now officially richer than Sonic. That's losing first. 4.5 bill over seven years. That is correct. Yes. That is correct. He's got his nose in front. We're up to question seven. Which international Aussie sportsman had his reserved car park at a tournament revoked? Dazla. Yes, Dazla. Cam Smith. Correct. TPC Sawgrass. They knocked back his Daz is four, Howard's two with two questions. Question eight, question eight. Who received a state memorial? I'm now officially richer than the side of Brunei. Judith Durham? Correct. Keeps it interesting. Seekers. Question nine. Audio question again. Who? Well, have a listen first. I never thought that I'd have a chance to play her uh, in, in her last match when I remember Howie. watching her as a kid in oh, all those yeah. finals. So. Tamlonovic. No, couldn't pay that. Say that name again. Tamlonovic, the Australian. No. Yes, it is, Chief. How'd you say her last yeah. name? Isla. Her first this name. Is the first name. You've got the first name? bit right. Tom Lanovic. That's correct. Thank you. Right. We have to give had you to give him time. What's the score, please? Four all, Chief. Four all, Four all and one. we have the final question. It's all on this one. Which international music superstar pulled the pin on their Dazla. world tour? Yes, Dazla. Dazla. It's the Beads, Justin Bieber. Oh, it is Justin Bieber. Dazla. Well done, Dazla. What's Dazla win? Dinner for two, Daz, at uh, Melbourne Public. You can head there right throughout the footy finals, Daz. Uh, take your partner, take the family. We'll look after you for dinner at Melbourne Public. Daz, what well up, mate? Too good for Howard. Oh, terrific. Good on it. Thank you. And good work, Daz. Good job, Daz. job, mate. I loved Herdy's podcast, mate. You've done a great job. Oh, thank That's you. Good nice, feedback on the Howie games, nice. James Hurd. Thank That's, uh, thank looking you, forward to hearing Daz that one, Howie. Yep. That's Howie's um, first podcast. <laughs> Yeah. It's still going, isn't it, his first one? Yeah, first uh, one. Duddy had the one. Others have had sort of well, two. Duddy's had three, and I think Duke's up to three or four. <laughs> Where do the first two go to? <laughs> In the ether. <laughs> In, they just disappear. What, what's, Juzzy, what's Juddy's little pathetic offering that he puts out? Oh. Oh. Face my book or book my face or what's it called? Talk your book. Talk your book. <laughs> he's, he's punching along with his three listeners, and he does most oh, things well in the judge. I'm not sure. How arrogant is this? Mate, that's the numbers. It's a data game. And... Daddy of all people knows data, and three listeners are not going to keep him going. Download the Listener app now to stream every game on Triple M Footy. He's got some class. Just download the Listener app and select Triple M. Brisbane Lions senior coach joins us on the line, Cam Bruce. Mark, howdy. Cam, good evening. Thanks for joining us. How are you going? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. A fantastic win coming straight into that, but obviously the story we've been discussing in the box is Joe Danaher. Good luck to the Danahers with everything moving forward. How do you play that out in a football club environment? Oh, look, well, we know that first and foremost, uh, you know, you've got to look after your family, and it's most important that Joe gets back with his partner and... Uh, Hopefully for the safe, safe arrival of his, mm. his uh, newborn baby. So we wish them all the best. And uh, as you do, you have emergencies. And we've got a, a very uh, a capable player who's, who's taking his his position in Tom Fullerton. And, you know, he's been playing some really good footy at VFL level. And we're very grateful. We've actually got uh, some really good depth. You know, our VFL team are playing tomorrow in a prelim final. So um, I think that's a sign of the depth we've got. So out goes Joe and in comes Tom. Bruce, you copped a belting uh, at the hands of uh, your old club, the Demons, in round 23. How much time have you spent this week analysing that, or have you just tried to move forward to final to a different occasion? Yeah, look, we, I mean, we we're well aware of uh, the area that let us down in that game. We reviewed it um, quite 
extensively after the loss, but we, we, we certainly focused on what we did well against Richmond and and the method um, that, that, I guess, we, we used that night and, and some of the things that Sydney did to really challenge Melbourne uh, when looking forward to this game. So you said you're well aware. What was it, Bruce, on that night? What was the thing that you let yourselves down in that last uh, round? By and large, it was our reaction. They just that they were just quicker with all of their reactions to to get to the dangerous uh, dangerous space, to get onto the loose ball, um, to to get in first. It was just uh, we were just were slow and and uh, they reacted better than us. So um, yeah, we'll look to be certainly on our toes and and ready and and, and waiting tonight. Brucey, I'm glad we're talking to you and not Fags because he uh, it was starting to wear thin <laughs> every time we asked. Something that was uh, remotely negative to Fags. He, he's lost his sense of humour. Mate, it is difficult, though, from a mental perspective. When you look at the fact that you're playing a team that's made a habit of belting you, you haven't won at the ground for eight years, there's a psychological hurdle that the players have to overcome. It's one thing to say, yep, we're OK. It's another to actually believe it. How yeah. are you seeing him with that challenge? Yeah, look, I think that's a real strength of what Fags... And as you guys are obviously aware, that uh, he likes to look at the positives and... Um, and the messaging and, and things that, and the learnings that certainly you can, uh, that, that you've done in the past and you know that you can do more often than not. And, and as a team, you know, some of the results that this team has, has achieved over a long, long period suggest that they're a bloody good football side. You know, I've, only, I've been fortunate enough just to, to come in this year and um, the success they've had over a long period um, as a group should hold them in good stead. They've certainly had games against Melbourne recently, which has been below um, our performances. And I mean, the MCG record, we have spoken about it, but to be honest, you know, they, the boys play one or two games a year here. And, uh, you know, in terms of experience, we've actually, this is the third game this year and in a short period of time. So they're getting experience here. We were better last time we were here at the G. So there's belief uh, from those performances. There's certainly belief uh, from last week in the way we went about it and the method we used to beat a very experienced finals team. And we know the finals is a different ball game. We saw that. You, there's only certain things. You, you keep it pretty simple and you do the simple things well like Sydney did last week and you can certainly get a good result. Bruce, I listened to Cam Rayner uh, answer some questions and he said that last time we played against this side, or the last two times, we went too fast. We just went really fast and we need to slow down and play more controlled footy. Sometimes it's tough for players to do that when they're out there. What does it look like from a coaching point of view when they slow it down? Yeah, look, it's, it's doing it at the right time. So, you know, Brisbane, have, we don't want to go away from what we've done in terms of um, our ball movement that's held us in good stead over a long period, you know, to be so uh, effective and efficient scoring, it's, it's important to, to continue to, to implement what you do well. Um, but what we did against Brisbane, oh, sorry, against uh, Melbourne last time was we actually took unrealistic uh, kicks through the corridor and just silly decisions. Um, and, and as Cam said, we went fast at the wrong time. There is time to, to go fast when you've actually got good, uh, good defensive layers behind um, to give yourselves a chance to, to lock it in there. And that's what we'll be looking to do tonight. Cam, we appreciate your time. Best of luck to you and the Brisbane Football Club. Good on you, boys. Thanks for having me. That's Cam Bruce from the Brisbane Lions. Uh, as Nath Brown's just gone out of the box, and I, I think he's trying to approach...
Gary Lyon. He's making sure it's not going on. Well, social. Gaz is up on level four. They're doing is that that game do? up there, and oh, maybe he's gone to patch uh, it up. Yeah, he's talking to the social boys. Is that what he's doing? And he's saying, whatever you do, don't put that out on he, socials. You know what? Cameron Bruce wouldn't want to know this, but he asked that question, and as soon as he asked it, he put the cans down yeah. and went out of the box to try yeah. and deal with this scandal. Uh, you know what I love? Because scandal. He's gone, mate, I don't care. I mean, seriously, yeah. I say what I like. Yeah. I'm untouchable. He's actually terrified. I don't care what Gary Lyons thinks, and he's run out there and he's yeah. trying he's to delete. the social boys, whatever you do. You know, don't put search. that to air. No, no, I was just trying to figure out where the, the, the cricket call went. Right. No, no that's not what you heard. Yeah, I don't was, think. Well, yeah. We're talking about the cricket call. Yeah. Um, I was in the other day in a uh, listener doing a podcast. You, By you the kicked ass out of your studio. Yeah, no, yeah. you did. Uh, but it was with Jess Trengove, the marathon champion. Yes. What a great story. Won the yeah. Commonwealth Games gold medal. Get your head around this. Stenson now? Yeah, Stenson. Stenson, yeah. Stenson now. Won the Commonwealth Games gold medal in Birmingham. Average time per kilometre. So for everyone out there that runs, just, mm. just stop your car and think about this. Chief, three minute, 25 k's. 42 of them, back yeah. to back. <laughs> Damo, you, no, you're a man that likes to run. Like, yeah, three minutes. It's ridiculous. 25. I think it's 18. It's motoring. 18 on the treadmill yeah. in the gym. And a, and a great family, the Trengo fan. Brother Absolutely. Jack Brother Jack is a superstar doing brilliant stuff in the investing he is. world, Jack Trengo. He is. He jumped into his fund. It's going at about 100% return, Jack Trengo. He's doing very well. He's a, he's a oh. ripper. So anyway, that's coming up on the Howie Games, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is I was wandering through the studio. <laughs> and, and, and just, we be, just, just before you go there, yeah. Howie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have had some breaking news come into the box because um, gentlemen from the socials did come in and confirm that he had been threatened by Nathan yes. that no. Gary oh, Lyon no. must, oh, must not go oh, on the socials. No, no, that is really fact. That is rubbish. That is Let fact. Tommy's right behind you. Do you want to? We, we get him on air, shall we, Nate? Hey, have some <laughs> resolve, Brownie. <laughs> oh. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm brave. Yeah. I'll oh. take any. <laughs> oh, no. Run out and completely oh, put myself <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> well, let's get our man on. Let's oh, give my microphone back there, Tommy. Busy. Busy. busy on. Let's get him on. Mic, mic him up. He's, we we need to find this out. So this is our man that delivers the, the social content. And not Busy, sub- just come and whack my headset on the boys. Now, I'll yeah. talk to you. Not subject to a non-disclosure agreement, no. unlike no. our big nose producer. Busy can do <laughs> yeah. these things. Speak so, so last Busy, week. There's, there's cameras in here now, unfortunately, in the radio box, which can no about. end. Yeah. And uh, and the boys cut up yeah. the most inflammatory clipper, be yeah. fair to say, from the hour and 50, Chief. Yep. And, and Beersy's our man that's involved in that. Beersy, has anyone ever come out to you and uh, threatened you not to put something <laughs> to air or not? No, usually everyone's pretty good about uh, just trusting the process of maybe, <laughs> you know, creative license goes to the digital team. and As Ross Lyon used to say, let the bakers bake, uh, Beersy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, Nathan, yeah. Nathan yeah. asked a question to Cam Bruce, and while Cam went to answer, Nathan took the headset out and dashed out to your little uh, enclave out the bat. What did he say, Beersy? Well, we'll just have a polite chat about our <laughs> cricket experience yesterday, you know, yeah, just yeah. Warmed, yes. warmed it up and then just went, do you mind if uh, the top five just doesn't <laughs> quite make it to the social What a busy your work here is done. So, in true Triple M fashion, that now has to be published online, okay? Busy, you have to publish that. That is what Triple M does in such moments. So. Uh, very good, Busy. Very good. <laughs> uh, Nathan. So, I was, I was in. I was in the studio, and I wandered past. And we know uh, the thing I love about Nathan is he's a man with ambition. And he always wants to improve himself. 
uh, had a go at the sports role on the Today Show. That's Carl right. was behind him, but unfortunately, it was going to move to Sydney. That didn't work out. Wanted to host the Sunday footy show in replacement of Tony CJ Jones. CJ got that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sort of didn't work out. Again. But Nathan, Nathan is trying to round himself out, which is what one of the things I love about Nathan, and I love many things as about a broadcaster. Nathan, as a broadcaster, round himself out to get into the cricket commentary space because there's a lot of cricket to be called. And a lot of money to be made is more to the point. <laughs> it's not yeah. about that, Joe. Yeah, it's wh- exactly what when it's you're about at broadening. The, when you're at the top end, <laughs> yeah. there, there is. But, oh. Um, oh! <laughs> so, so when you're getting paid in US dollars like so, Howard. So Nathan's <laughs> working his way into it. And, and I wonder, and there he was, set up. With uh, with Beersy and another operator doing specials, and Nath was having a, Georgie Porter, Georgie Porter having a practice call. Some called it a dummy call. I wouldn't call it a dummy call <laughs> of Australia versus New Zealand. So I sat in there for five hours, and I listened to our man. Have we got some? Uh... Well, we well, uh, first things I want to say is I thought he was absolutely outstanding. He was calm. He was gathered. He knew all the positions. He knew the players. He was on point. Would you c- compare him to something? Has he got a little bit of Tony Gregg about him? Has he got a little bit of uh, Richie? Because most you can normally categorise someone. It's myself, Duke. Well, I think there was a fair bit of. Um, I think there was a bit of Mark Nicholas to him. He's very polished. Um, with a real deep voice, though. Yeah. Well, see, this is a good <laughs> is point. He, is he going the baritone with his? I, I don't think he uses his real voice in commentary in general. Oh. I, I have enhancement, but I think Nath goes a, a lower voice, and he certainly was lower in cricket. He sounded like The Rock, to be fair. <laughs> but I, I thought he's fantastic. I'm going to bring you some audio, and I think uh, Triple M should get him involved in cricket commentary very, very soon because he did a fantastic job. Here's Nath doing a practice call of Australia versus New Zealand from two days ago. Batting almost a foot out of his crease, and he's facing Henry. And oh. he's banging away, and he's caught at the cover. Brilliant catch. Wow. I'm pretty sure that was by Satnup. He needed good hands and went straight to him like a rocket, but he took it. Nabbit's gone for seven. Stark is the new man at the crease. He's faced one ball for a run, oh. and Smith hoiks it onto the leg side. It's big, it's long, hey. and it's over the fence for six. Southie. In the bowl, and Smith oh. puts this one high. It's really high. It's straight up in the air, getting underneath it. He's Bolt, and he makes no mistake. And Smith, the man out. So, I, I, Chief, it's good. I, I thought it was fantastic, but, but I'm biased because I'm a big fan of everything Nathan does. You, you watch more sport than anyone I know. What's your summation of what you've heard? It was okay. I, I wouldn't clip up a bit where I say Satner instead of Santner, right. but that, uh, you probably <laughs> want to get the names right. But I thought the energy was good, yes. and he's picking up a little bit of the lingo. So what I would read into that is... It's a project worth continuing with. I think uh, there's potential. And, Chief, in fairness, because we like to – that's the show reel. Yes. That's the edited part that uh, yeah. is the highlights, which was great. And obviously, oh, that was there oh, for a little bit. Darcy, That is – that is we, – we go with you didn't, get, you didn't get the stuff I, that was cut, oh, did you? Darcy. You're going to go with the negative, are you? Busy just sent me the whole package. Oh, I haven't heard this yet. Oh, no. oh, no. This could be. Oh, no. This could be better than this the like other Beersy's stuff. He's been really good tonight. Well, <laughs> Chief, I want you to have a listen to this and then okay. give me a little bit more feedback if you could. Cooper's Mowdale, Triple M at Rocks Footy. Another bowling change. Tim Southey comes back on, and he bowled the two overs early. Another uh, mid-session clanger there, but we'll uh, we'll move on. <laughs> the, uh, I know the footy again tonight. Yeah. Cooper's Mowdale, Triple M, Rocks Footy. Again, I've gone rock footy. It's, <laughs> <not a cricket. laughs> 
It just comes natural, Duke, to say Triple M Rocks footy, as we do, and it takes a little bit of a time to adjust to Triple M Rocks cricket, but uh, we certainly did a good job yesterday, and uh, even though he's he's put me in it today, Beers, he was very good in the special comments. How, how do you think you went? How do you think you went, and what are you going to do to progress? Because I, on, honestly, I thought it was fantastic. Are you going to get a role this summer? What's the next step? I've got in no the... idea how. It's, uh, it's a process, and I'm just starting out, and as you did your first uh, football call with Ash Chew a yes. few years ago, that was the first time I've ever called cricket uh, out loud or you enjoy or live, it? and I did enjoy it. I really like cricket. I love cricket, and I enjoyed it yesterday. It wasn't the greatest game to call. The Aussies were in a lot of trouble early, and I believe the first 45 minutes was corrupted when all the wickets went down, So, uh, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> Are you passionate about the game? Yes, I am. I, that, I didn't miss, I didn't miss a out. one day in the National when I was younger. You'd sit there, you get on at 10.20, and you'd watch the whole day's play. Obviously, cricket, uh, not many people watch it that way anymore. You, it was must-watch, and uh, I still watch cricket. I love cricket, and uh, I want to be part of it. Were you a good cricketer as a junior? Uh, I was okay. Played a bit? You would have got bounced a bit. Brian's just wandered into the back of the box, and Brian's had some experience in cricket himself. I don't don't know if we've got a chance to just have a very quick word to Brian, who is looking resplendent, calling it the seven tonight. He's got the black tie and the black suit on in deference to the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Brian's not a man that normally walks past a microphone. No, I think (laughs) And when Brian wanders in, he's normally got something to get off his chest, normally. Great to hear the voice of Channel 7 Football will be calling the grand final and the voice of Triple M Football. Brian Taylor, good evening, Brian. Uh, Howie. Uh, you look fantastic, and great to see. I must say, uh, you're dressed in black with a black tie in deference to the passing of the Queen. Do you think anyone would have noticed if we turned up in a normal suit? No, but I think it's a really, really nice touch. Hey, you're you're a man that uh, called cricket in the early days. Nathan's trying to go in the space. What what are your memories of the early days of the Fox call of the cricket? I would advise him to uh, learn who the captains were of each <laughs> country, never mind uh, state. Just get the right uh, captains for the country. You, you, you famously called with Alan Border, who was I did, who gave me nothing, and I'm sitting there at the Wacker one particular day, and he's giving me absolutely nothing. AB. AB, uh, former captain of Australia, very, very more grumpier than I am. And, um, <laughs> and so he's giving me nothing, and I'm going along, and there's this guy out in the Wacker, and he's hitting fours and sixes, and uh, his name's Chris Gale, and... Um, you know, he's just hitting them all over the park. And I said to him, it's sort of a bit of an accident. I wasn't quite thinking clearly. Uh, but I said to him, do you think this guy will get a game with the West Indies? And he said very politely, he's the captain. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't do a lot of cricket after that. But, but changing sports, you've called all sorts. What advice would you give Nath? Because in all seriousness, he did a fantastic what, job what, doing a dummy call. What are you doing? Why Have you have you got the shits you've missed out on the footy and so you're sort of moving on now to <laughs> no, greener pastures? or rounding out uh, the broadcasting, Brian, so I do enjoy calling Swimming? Football. Does swimming appeal to you? Uh, not as much as cricket. Not as much as cricket, no. Right, because no. cricket's a big, big, bigger payer. Yeah. A bit longer in length in terms of uh, season. He might need some more advice too, BT, because yeah, he, you made the mistake and he's now very worried about it. Yeah. He uh, criticised Gary Lyon on air today. Oh, and that usually said he was one of the back. great self-inserters oh. of our time. So what advice would you give him now? Because Carried Beersy, on after Melbourne won the flag, he said. Made it about oh, he, he then tried to get Beersy to, to not put it on social oh, media platforms, but we've made sure that's going to be taken care of. So what would you suggest My advice now, now would be... Don't bother replying for any of those jobs, because <laughs> he has long tentacles, <laughs> and they seem to reach places 
Sort of the, you know, I half agree with you. They shouldn't. <laughs> you know where they I do. Think BT should be utilised. Yes, is in the old Darrell Eastlake uh, oh, weightlifting. Yeah, weight I've always Olympics. pictured Bristol yeah. <laughs> calling yeah. a bit of weightlifting. Have you ever thought about that, Bristol, or not? <laughs> Well, I have, but uh, as you know, uh, Das, when you go and do the Olympic Games or the Commonwealth Games, you get locked up in Sydney in a box for 14 days, and that's not a lot of fun. <laughs> so, unless I'm getting a trip out of it, a bit of free com and a free steak every now and then, and a bit of fun, I ain't going. But before we let you go, Brian, obviously a new television deal announced. Wonderful that Channel 7's continuing their long association with football. Likewise with Fox. And- uh, Nath was very confident that Nine were going to get a piece of it. Now, yes. you've called for Fox, you've called for Nine, you now have called for Seven. Should Nath try and transition himself or, or weasel his way into a job at another network? And how have you managed to do it so successfully? <laughs> well, it's nine years, Nath, and uh, it's a long time to be waiting on, mate. So I would suggest you uh, put the application in. Uh, probably we're very, pass we're it, very happy at Channel 9, Brian. Probably pass it by the two I see and Luke Darcy over there. and uh, Special projects. The, the special projects over there. Can you see <laughs> a role for him at seven, Nathan? He's a very accomplished caller. Uh, uh, <laughs> We're very happy at Channel 9, Howard. <laughs> no, we're, miss, we're missing a few, so we'd, we'd love to have Nath over there. He'd, do, he'd, he'd fill uh, the odd hole or two. <laughs> the odd hole. That's hey, Brian, we appreciate it. No, he's, he's, he's a ripper, Brownie. He's, he's going to be doing our job soon. The biggest names, the biggest games. Some blokes are quick, but they can't play. <laughs> Triple M rocks footy. The Friday Huddle's cult hero of the week was a man mountain and a homegrown Queensland product. He played 129 games for the Lions across nine seasons. His crown and glory was playing in the dominant 2003 Premiership side. Number 19, Jamie Charman. Please welcome Jamie Charman. Great to have this man on the Friday Huddle. Mark Howard here. Jamie, good evening to you. How are you going? G'day, how are you? Thanks for having me, guys. It's very, very privileged. Hey, great to speak to you. Where, where are we uh, speaking to you from? Well, uh, I'm up in Brisbane. Would you believe I'm at a wine night? So I don't know nothing about wines, but uh, I'm involved with about 12, 12 guys, and uh, each of us have to hold a wine at wine night uh, once a month. And uh, we've got the footy on right in front, but uh, some of them are, are rugby league supporters, but uh, they're going to be watching the lines tonight. That's for sure. So, Chama, how, how closely have you been following the Lions' fortunes? Yeah, mate, I've, I've been... Look, I go every week. I still run their coterie group up here in Brisbane. They're a group called the Lion Hearts, actually. And uh, so I do go every week, and I am very supportive of the guys. And, and mate, I, I love the club. You know, I've been contracted by the club. For, you know, I got drafted in 2000. So uh, it's been there a long, long time. So, uh, yeah, no, I love, I love the club. I'm a one-man. One, one uh, club player, Matt, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm c- certainly supporting the boys tonight. Now, we might have to get Charman to get that uh, phone a little bit closer to uh, to him at the moment, just dr- drifting off there. Now, he sounds like a distinguished, having a wine night, very relaxed. <laughs> he was an angry man, uh, Charmo, no doubt about that, mate. Uh, you, have you mellowed in later life, uh, Charmo, because you used to fire up a lot out there? No, so I have I have mellowed a lot. It's uh, look, I've got a, a small property company up here in Brisbane, and uh, look, I have mellowed a lot. I don't get aggressive like I used to on the field. I actually do miss the bash and bash, but mate, would you believe what Darcy used to be my uh, my absolute favourite player on the field? So, mate, uh, when I saw your name come through on a text message that uh, you'd be interviewing me tonight, I was uh, I was absolutely wrapped. <laughs> 
What did you like but about Duke? Punching the suitcase out of me here, Nate, <laughs> from, my, from my memory. <laughs> Mate, there, there, there was one game between you and Daniel Bandy that, uh, that I remember really well. I was only a young kid and... Jeez, you guys taught me a lesson one night, but uh, mate, you were honestly no joke. You're one of my inspirations actually coming through uh, AFL football, oh. especially in 2003, mate. So I, uh, I was, uh, I'm, I'm wrapped to talk to you tonight. Ah, uh, very nice, very nice, very touching. Hey, Charmo. Um, speaking of angry men, now it would have been about a decade ago, and you're at a pub in Melbourne. And you're with Leper, and you're with Michael Voss, and there was a, a young <laughs> reporter called Damien Barrett there, and I'm led to believe that Damien is alive today thanks to Jamie Charman because you were the one that was holding Leper back to getting Damien. Oh, I don't want to dob Leper in here, but I did take him out of a situation with some uh, journalist one night. At, uh, I think it's your pub, Darth. And, uh, yeah, it was. Really. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't very happy. He was, uh, I think he'd uh, literally just got sacked from the club and, uh, and like, obviously he wasn't too happy with some of the media reports. I, I and, do owe uh, my life to you intervening there, Jamie, and, and I have thanked you for that. In fact, I thanked you about three months ago for it we bumped into each other. Mate, uh, yeah, mate, he, he wasn't too happy that night, the uh, big Frank the Tank, but he... Uh, but I got him in an Uber very quickly, and he—I uh, think he gave me a bit of a spray on the way home for, uh, for taking him home early too. Hey, uh, Charmo, as Lynchy tells it, uh, so we take it with a grain of salt. You may have been the first one that discovered the interesting um, toilet habits of your coach, your great coach. <laughs> you know what I'm talking going. about? Oh wow. Well, <laughs> It, it was it, we, we actually Russell Athletic with this uh, American company that sponsored us, and they used to send us over all this kit. So we used to come with like literally gridiron tops that were like three quarter tops that went up first rock up, and then they brought out this blue tights when tights came in. I had this big Russell Athletic down the side. Anyway, we just got them, and they'd laid all the kit out for all of us. Uh, literally to, to wear and I was the only one who put the, the tights on that night and uh, just before training and uh, I went to the Google and dropped them right down to the uh, the ankles and uh, lo and behold, my coach came who uh, right beside me and uh, next thing you know, I was uh, standing beside the great man and uh, he was asking me uh, that I had a particularly unusual while actually urinating at the urinals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, know Jamie, if I can say yeah. too much about that. I'm in a situation there. Holy dooly. Jamie, famous era that you were part of, and, and, and you played in the in the third of the, the three in a row. Um, that was a famous game in itself for the amount of uh, painkillers that were used. And the, the feeling in the room that day with so much going on and so many people being underdone and then yet going out... To, to face Collingwood and absolutely blowing them away. I, I dare say that was the, the highlight for you. Yeah, it's certainly a highlight. Look, I, I was, uh, look, I was, I, I guess, 2002, I pr- pretty much played every, it, pretty much every game that year and got dropped just before the grand final. So 2003 was very special. So we've got the 2002 reunion, 20 year reunion this year that Pikey's put on and uh, mm. Martin Pike. 
And, uh, and, and look, I'm holding the 2003 reunion dance, <laughs> uh, because that one's probably the most special out of them all. So it's uh, only because I played in it, but it's... <laughs> yeah. uh, Certainly, uh, yeah, mate. It, it, it was it was amazing, and, and there's some, you know, Nigel Lappin, the way he came out and, uh, and played after adversity and all that sort of stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, no, it's certainly something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Now. Jamie, we'll get out of your hair and let you back to your fancy wines, but uh, good luck to you on the lines. <laughs> great to hear you doing so well in life and in the business world. It's great to speak to you on the phone. Well done, Charmo. Thanks, Howie. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks guys. Shut up! The foot is on Triple M! Triple M rocks footy.